0: Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. For over a decade, I have combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, each week I answer your dating and relationship questions on the podcast and online. If you're not already following me, weird. But also, find me on Instagram. I'm at Matchmaker Maria. This week's episode, I am speaking to Melissa Hobley. Melissa Hobley is the global chief marketing officer of OKCupid, okay one of the largest dating apps in the world. Under her direction, OKCupid okay has become famous for its message of inclusion and affirmation, winning numerous awards for its breakthrough social campaign in 2018 and 2019. In this role, she's responsible for the global brand advertising. So if you have noticed some really cheeky ads on the New York City subway, that's all Melissa. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, Melissa was the first CMO at OKCupid and she's brought the brand from decline to being one of the most, foremost leaders in the competitive space of the dating industry. Melissa regularly appears, regularly appears as an expert on tech and relationships in media like the New York Times and NPR. Currently, she's a regular guest on Embassy's Today Show discussing relationships in a digital era. And she's a Midwest native. Melissa currently resides in New York City with her husband and two young daughters. She is outspoken about issues facing under-resourced women and children and has written pieces for Fast Company and other media outlets sharing her perspective. Melissa, welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. Uh,
1: Maria, thank you so much and thank you for that intro. Uh, I'm just going to play that on like a bad day. Uh, That was so lovely.
0: (laughs) How is your day going? Because I feel like we both, we can see each other on video and I feel like we both just kind of like look like frantic moms this morning.
1: Fully frantic moms. My day was fine, but I need to hear about your day.
0: Okay, so today I discovered like 30 minutes ago, not even like 10 minutes ago, why dance moms are, first of all, why that's even a thing, like dance moms, because it's not about dance, like we don't say like lacrosse moms, or maybe we do, I don't, I don't know, my kids are not old enough to experience that yet. But like you know how like dance moms, like when I say dance mom, people have like an image.
1: Yeah, no, you know that there that dance moms is a unique thing. You know it's you right. no dance moms. Like you're dealing with a particular breed when you say that.
0: And I discovered why. I discovered how this breed is created. So my son is starting tap dancing and ballet tomorrow love that. And song. I, I know, right. I love it too. He's all he talks about. He's so excited. He keeps rewatching that video where that little four-year-old is singing respect while oh, tap dancing. This move. And she, yes. Yeah. The sass. The uh,
1: sass. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> he's like, I want to do that. So, okay. Anyway. So, uh, well, so I his first class, your son. I know he's amazing. Our, our, his first class is tomorrow, which is a Friday. Okay. And on Wednesday, I receive what he needs to have, and it says like it needs he needs this kind of tap shoes and this kind of ballet shoes. Here are two stores that you could buy these from. So I go to the one store, and okay, so first off, let's talk about these stores. They do not have normal business hours. It's not like 10 to 7. It's Mm -hmm. like 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Or like this first store was 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. So I'm kind of like idling around this morning, you know, and I have to bring this toddler with me. And we get there and they don't have, you know, the buckle up tap dance shoes. So we're like, okay, maybe we could get away with lace. And I put it on him. But I can't tell if he's walking right. Cause you know, he's a 12 and I'm like, okay, so do I want a 12 and a half or do I put him in a 13? Cause they're tap dance shoes. Like, like, what does he need? And I am seeing him walk around and I'm like, I am so out of my depth here. Like, I don't know if the 13's too big on him. Cause they're so tight at the same time, just like the way of the structure of the shoe. And then finally this mom comes in, I'm like, are you a tap dance mom? And she's like, Yes. And I was like, do these shoes, like, do they look okay on him? And she's like, he shouldn't be wearing lace-ups. You should you need to go get, like, the, the buckle-ups. And I was like, oh. She goes, don't shop at this store. They don't have, they don't have the right brands for this. Like, there's, there's better ones.
1: And oh. I was like, okay, where's
0: that? And she's like, she tells me, like, she goes, We got to go to Berkeley Heights okay. I go in my car. Like I've now, so first of all, I have to deal with this three-year-old. He's about to turn four, but he starts crying. He's like, we're supposed to get tap shoes. Now I don't have tap shoes. he's already upset.
1: But by the way, you did the right thing. You asked the mom and she totally steered you right. So that was good. Win. That's a win. Right. That's
0: a win. Right. So now I'm trying to calm him in the car. I put in the address and it's like, the store opens from one to five. And I'm like, oh, are no. you kidding me right now? Like what are these hours? So now I'm like, all right, let me bring him home. Let me record this podcast. And then when this is done, I got to hop in my car with him and I hope to God, because you know they don't answer their phones either. No, I hope to God they know. have his size. Uh, I hope to God, you know, it's like, it's uh, just like you really, really yeah. You cannot, you cannot
1: disappoint him twice today on the tap shoe front. They need to have tap shoes,
0: and that's and that's where I was like, this is how dance moms are crazy. Like the whole introduction to this world is chaos. Yeah, like how are there no? And they know it's crazy. It's like how many dance stores exist in this area? Because I'm like, oh, it can't just be Berkeley Heights. I'm sure there's tons of dance classes. The hours are nuts. Like one store was five to seven p.m. I was like, what?
1: Yeah, and what? they may not be open then. And and you have to do the first ones. You have to go in person because I was a dancer as a little kid. And I have kids in dance, although mine are, mine are like the same. How old are your kids?
0: He turns four in a month. Yeah, and I have, four and I have own, two. Okay, yeah, and my other one's 15 months. Wow, okay. all right. So oh, yeah, you and okay. I, we parallel lives. We
1: are in it. We are in it. Yeah. Um, you have the first time, you do, you have to get them like, fit it you have to know what size after that you can order online and you'll save a jillion dollars but but you'll i gotta
0: say though my son is a toe walker (laughs) and i get him high tops and that (laughs) helps a lot it brings his foot down but watching him in in the tap shoes where he was like forced by the weight to have his whole foot down he looked so ridiculous he was adorable adorable. i can't (laughs) wait for him to start tap dancing i am so excited oh and then after that today i have to go to Dick's Sporting Goods store and buy him some shin guards because we also have soccer mom on Saturday.
1: I was like, I thought you were gonna say shin guards for tap. I was like, what kind of tap is he in? And I might need to like <laughs> try it out. Uh, but uh, okay, no, the, okay, no, no, that's no. for soccer. We have yeah. we have
0: soccer on Saturday, so um, good luck to him. Anyway,
1: <laughs> good luck to all you. Right. I love that he is in tap and ballet. That is awesome. And that's all um, by the way, about. that's gonna help him with soccer. My brother was in dance, and it helped him. <laughs> with soccer because he was- You think he'll pirouette into
0: the offside or- <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> pirouette right into the net. Uh <laughs> jute right over that
0: defensive player. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so Melissa, you, uh, I'm so obsessed with OK uh advertising campaign this year. Like what is happening?
1: Oh my God. Thank you so much. I, I am obsessed with your dating advice, Maria. I obsessively- <laughs> Click you. on your, your if you guys are not on following her on Instagram, you are missing out. You, you like speak some serious dating truth and I just, I am so here for it. I, it is amazing. And it's also what people need to hear. And it's really good advice. Like, you know what you're doing. And as someone who's also in this business, um, I, I just like, I think that like, if you join Okay, Cupid or a dating app you should also be forced to like follow your Instagram because you're going to get all the advice that you need from Maria
0: oh yeah there's and there's a there's a few like dating like meme generators too that come out but I think like I also like to follow Erica's at um, a little nudge because she'll also show like, here's what messaging is like online and like how you could improve or oh, my the thought process. Oh, a little nudge. That's a, right. a little nudge. That's a, that's a really good one. So OkCupid has historically been one of the most progressive dating sites in terms of inclusivity. And I think, you know, when you see these advertising, this advertisement, it's really, I don't want to say it's aggressive, but it kind of is. Even if, even not from the message standpoint, from the color standpoint, it's like, the colors that are being used are pop out like pay attention here's what's happening get yeah. on with it
1: thank you so much i uh yes so our marketing is has become known for being provocative and in your face and a little bold uh and and we try to say something uh i think listen, we get it. Dating is hard. Dating is hard. I talk to date at OKCupid. I'm talking to daters all day on all parts of the world. Uh, And the one thing that cuts across like cultures and time zones and continents is that dating is tough. And and I think that what's, you know, what I love about OKCupid is they let us do crazy shit as long as it is rooted in a real truth. And the campaign we we turned on in Chicago and L.A. and New York and Berlin and Coming soon to a city near you, perhaps, is that OKCupid is for every single person. Get get that like play on words, and and we call out groups that have been mostly ignored by dating culture, many industries, um, and and groups that that to this point have told us like we feel taboo, we feel hidden, and so one of those groups would be if you're non-binary. Dating is hard, you know, it's really. F and hard is dating if you're non-binary. That is really difficult. Most dating apps are built on a um, on a system, if you are a man or a woman, and this is how we will match you. And the technology behind how dating apps actually work is is super interesting. But it is not that interesting at in a lot of dating apps. That okay, Cupid, it's really complicated and hard because we want to make sure that if you are non-binary, we have a system that really respects who you are and first of all makes you feel so good about that cuz that's awesome whatever you are um if you're trans if you're straight if you're young if you're old if you want kids if you don't want kids if you're non-monogamous if you're pansexual uh and we this new campaign in really bold colorful cool ways um says that and actually puts in giant font on the New York City subway and all over LA and all over Chicago for every single pansexual, for every mm-hmm. single non-binary, for every single vegetarian. And it's these two hot women making out, um, for every single cuddler, uh, Oh Cuddler's
0: yeah. The cuddling one love. is my so- favorite. So many like hands reaching out. That's like my yeah. nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like look at the video and I'm like, Oh, that's a new twilight nightmare that I, that's going to haunt my dreams. <laughs> but you know, it's effective if you're someone who's, uh, who wants to meet people that are, you know, into physical touch and in that extreme, you know, I, people have asked me many times, like, what's your favorite dating site? And listen, I've had a few CEOs from different dating sites on here and I will obviously promote them because I think that some products are really good in the market. But for me personally, um, I never got to personally use Hinge or Tinder because those things came out after I met my husband. Right well, at the time he was my boyfriend, but I was already in a committed relationship. Now, obviously I've I've joined these things to from like a client perspective, like see what my clients are going through. You know, we have someone on our staff, Erica, whose entire job is to help people online date better. But what I always, when people ask me like, okay, but what would you use? I always say, well, I would use OkCupid and I'll tell you why. It has to, it's funny cause it's like, you know, so much of your ad campaign is about the filter, right? It's not about the swipe. It's about the filter. Yeah. But that's actually one of the things that I loved about OkCupid. When I used, I used OkCupid for two, three years. I think I used it for four years. And the thing that I love was that I could filter and I'll tell you what I could filter. So, okay, let me take a two steps back. For me personally, I didn't online a lot because I'm very tall and I knew I was being discriminated against because of my height online, that does happen. I'm sure it still happens. Yeah. And I knew that I just, as an extrovert, I would just do really well in person. So I remember when I would, would online date, it would be for a very specific thing. And I was like, maybe I should try dating Greek guys. Now on almost all online dating sites, you cannot filter for the religion that I belong to. It's usually Christian, Catholic, Protestant, the denomination of you know, Eastern Orthodox or Greek Orthodox just does not exist. Yeah. And a lot of, if Eastern Orthodox exists, a lot of people that are Greek don't subscribe to that. So they'll hit other or they'll hit Christian. And there was just no way, like you couldn't put in the keyword search Greek because then you get a ton of people who were involved in Greek life, not necessarily Greek people in real life. Oh, that's
1: so interesting. Right. They're like, uh, you know, a sign new. you're like, that's not exactly what I meant by Greek, but right. Right. Yeah. And so,
0: um, so what I would do is, uh, when I online dated and I've done this for some of my clients too, like if they were um, Persian, they want to date someone else who's Persian, you couldn't really filter for Persian, but you could filter for languages spoken. So, okay. Cupid, I think is still the only online dating site that lets you filter by language spoken. So I would hit on there and be like, okay, I want to talk to people who speak Greek and I would hit it and it would show me all of the Greek people who had put that down as speaking. That
1: Greek. is so awesome to hear. I believe we still are the only app that lets you filter on that, but that's so yeah. wonderful to hear. And thanks also for.
0: There's like another app and that's based out of Europe that has thought about doing that. Um, after I told them like, Hey, you know, you should have languages spoken because you're in Europe and like, you know, it's funny. The other thing that's happened, I think is, I don't know if, online dating site executives understand that there are subcultures in America that, that have nothing to do with like sexual orientation has to do with just identity. Yes. But you know, when, when, when other dating apps, um, go to Europe, they don't have to deal with this because like, let's say if you're a a single person in Greece, well, 90% of the profiles you're going to see are Greek people. Like there is no one asking for this in those countries. Right. But right. there yeah. is, there are people asking here, like, you know, I, I know um, Jewish people don't ask for it because they, not only do they have Jewish apps, but even on OkCupid or all of them, you could filter by Jewish. Right. But it's like the smaller, the smaller, like, you know, for instance, I'll give you a really good, for instance, I have a lot of clients who are Jain. Do you know what Jain is, Melissa?
1: Wait, I don't know if I know what Jain is.
0: Okay. So Jain is a type of religion that um, a very small percentage of Indian people belong to, especially in the Northeast.
1: Oh, that's very interesting.
0: It's kind of like, I think it's like the priesthood of Hinduism or something. It's something like above. It's something, it's very, and in fact, I live near a Jain community center, but um, J-A-I-N. And a Agapi Match, actually, we always have at least one or two Jain clients for whatever reason, even though it's a very small percentage. Interesting. There is no one catering to them except for like one Indian <gasps> online dating site. And it's like, how are you not filtering for this? Because, you know, you can't filter language for them. They're also going to say, you know, Gujarati or Hindi or whatever. It's going to be very different.
1: That's so Because Jains live live among Hindus. Filter on that because we are one of the most popular dating apps in India. Um, And we've been investing Mm -hmm. in in that region. And I, I have a couple of folks on my team that are fully dedicated to India. So I, I'm looking at my OkCupid app right now. Um, and
0: maybe you guys do filter for that. It's just, it's not as popular. Uh, yeah. Like, I that's don't what I'm know, saying. Like there's but... such small identities in this country, which is I think what makes America amazing, but there's like a missed opportunity. And I think yes. OkCupid has been the only one time and time again to just kind of reach into that opportunity to just be that, be that group. Um, and I, and I really appreciate that. And so then with your, uh, this year's ad campaign who you had, uh, these two Italian artists develop, right?
1: Yeah. Maurizio Catalan is, is if for, for folks listening that are into the art world, they will know who he is. He's, he's prolific. He's, he's the guy that duct take the banana to the wall and it, someone bought it for $150,000. Like, (laughs) I think there's a story there. Like that wasn't his intent. Um, he did a solid gold toilet. He he does provocative interesting work and when we were doing a campaign a couple of years ago called DTF, we worked with him. Uh, he's he's just an interesting hyper creative person. He also by the way just shot the cover of Vanity Fair. Um and shot all these insane, you know, your favorite people in Hollywood. Um, He just shot the cover of New York Magazine, the cast of Succession. So he is is an artist first and foremost, but he also does really cool, interesting work. Like, he's always at Anna Winters' table at the Met Gala. So he's this this large in life personality, but he really cared about making a statement with us. And, um, and you know, the filtering thing is so important because so much of what you get frustrated with the dating app is like, why are you showing me this person? And it's because it's largely based on like location and maybe like you're both looking for long term, but what's compatibility is about. Do you want someone that has, um, that is the same religion? Do you want someone that's also liberal or progressive? Do you want someone that cares about climate change? Do you want someone that loves travel? And the other dating apps are not asking you what you think about that. And they are not asking, do you want it to be a part of your algorithm? And they're not asking you how important is this? And we ask all three of those things on, we have 3000 questions. So you can answer 3000 questions. And if
0: what's your favorite, okay, Cupid question.
1: Oh, that's a really, really good one. Uh, you know, I have a lot right now. It's a it'd be related to politics uh, and it would be related to you know reproductive rights is a huge issue in this country. We're the only dating app mm-hmm. with a pro-choice filter. So that might be my favorite wow. question right now. Uh, and by the way, that is a real issue if you're dating someone, that may be something that you know, comes up in your relationship so well
0: pregnancy is a consequence of sex turns out you know it turns out. out so I think it's really important to uh be on the same page for certain things
1: and 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 what you believe in is is what makes you who you are and it's also really hot it's really hot to know not that somebody lives in Murray Hill or in West Hollywood what or Bucktown—I mean, that is hot. They live in Bucktown. What's really hot is if they are passionate about animal rights. That is really hot. Um, what's also important is if you—if you care a lot about the environment and you're taking steps to do that, you're not gonna think of all the little fights you're gonna have all day with somebody who isn't that engaged, or worse, doesn't believe it's a real thing, um, mm. and is always like getting the plastic and is buying cases and cases of water bottles and is like not thinking about the boxy tick where it says, please don't send me the plastic silverware, seamless, or Grubhub. Just imagine all of the little, like, fights you're going to have all day, every day. The
0: microaggressions of a, little, of a relationship. Um, yeah, that, and you so know.
1: we know that we're good at this. We have – the favorite part of my job is I get invited to so many weddings. Like, I actually became ordained because someone said when I started the job, like – we're wow. so happy we met. Thank you, Ok Cupid. You guys should marry us. Ha ha! And I was like, LOL. Just getting ordained, like, <laughs> you know. Uh, I love that. So, and we are always working on that too. By the way, like, the questions in Ok Cupid, the filters are a living, breathing organism. So right now, we are adding more questions about reproductive rights.
0: Yeah, I think. Though also, it doesn't have to even be like the high, the massive, like the you know the filters that you're talking about in this ad campaign. They are really big topics, but I also think that there is this, those 3000 questions. I feel like they also have a bit of a grasp on your value set. That is more than the filter. Cause here's the thing, right? I think a lot of men, I think more men than we know are feminists. I just yeah. don't think they know what it means. And now I personally don't want to date someone who does not know what it means uh, because I want to be with someone who's already been educated in that. Um, But I could see maybe if I was 23, you know, I don't know. I feel like the younger generation knows everything, but uh, we, we give up, we rarely underestimating these people. I'll give you a really quick example. When I used OkCupid, my most favorite, favorite, favorite question, it was two questions. Actually, the first one was, this is the thought of a nuclear winter exciting and, And then the weight, like, you know, how you have to weight how important this is to you. And the other question was, is morality relative? These two questions to me were my most favorite because I knew that if other people shared the same answers in these particular questions, first of all, it does not mean that we agree on what morality is or what nuclear, like that does not but it did mean if we shared the same answers in these particular questions it did mean that we had the same critical thinking skills
1: wow so for instance that. i'll yeah. give you an answer yeah. for
0: one of these right for me yeah. like i think the thought of a nuclear winter is exciting i don't mean it's exciting for me i don't i think that's going to be devastating for my life but i can look from a macro level like wow that would be phew, like what a historic event that would be! It's like when um, Donald Trump, well, President Trump, when he was running, I remember writing a Facebook status saying, "You know, could you imagine if he becomes the Republican nominee? How exciting that's going to be!" People always assume exciting is a positive word, right? Right, right, and it's right. and it's not. And like it's I remember, not. like the people right. that reacted to that post, the people that agree that agree, I don't think they agree, but we have the same we are on the same critical thinking plane. They were like, you're right. That would be really exciting. What a shit yeah. show that's going to be. And then other people were like, what are you talking about? I thought you didn't like him. And I go, yeah, I still don't like him. But it's still going to be really, still be a very exciting uh, season in the media.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I think you said that really beautifully. And and also the that they would take the time to answer that question and not skip over or opt into it is also Right. Telling. Some people do. Yeah, I, that's right. Right. And it shows that you're going to have a really great conversation on the date because they uh, they find those questions interesting they like to think about questions like that wanting to be with someone having a, a happy long-term relationship if that's what you're looking for is is it might be that you are both, you both can be passionate about the same thing or at least not at opposite ends, but it is also right. that you approach situations in a similar way. And in the same
0: uh, prism, you're, like, you're still yeah. on the same plane. I think one of the things that when people ask me now, like, you know, is how important is it that? Oh God. One of the most popular questions I get is like, you know, how important is that we share the same political party? And I was like, it's not, it's not as important as people think, but you still have to share the same moral plane. Yeah. You still have to live in the same reality. Now, for some people, there is a reality where President Trump won the election. I'm not saying it's a correct reality, but that is, that is but their reality in the know- sense yeah. of yeah. that's their bubble. That is where they live. That's what they breathe. And if you're a person who does not believe in that reality, it's going to be really hard to date this person and also be in that environment. This is a very... American thing, by the way, because in America, we're so mobile as a population that we do somehow, we move to areas like I know plenty of people who open up Wikipedia to see how did this township vote before I make an offer on a house. Like we put ourselves in these little bubbles, both sides. Right. Okay. And we we we're surrounded by people who think like us. And then you go to Europe where people are not mobile. They're not mobile compared to us. And there's many reasons for that. And one of those reasons is you can't really sell your house until your loan is paid off. It's not like we have here with equity. So as a result, you know, you have people who are staying where they were raised and you have to just learn to be around people. And that's why you have like, you know, you look at a parliament, there's like 17 different parties you know, the communists are represented and the fascists are, fascists are represented. Like everyone's there, you know, and here it's like two, two things. And it's like, you have to be in the blue bubble or the red bubble. God forbid we make a purple bubble and we find a way to coexist. But again, it goes back to, can, are we agreeing on the shared reality? And if we're not, that's going to be really tough.
1: That's going to be really difficult. That's right. Sometimes what I'll hear or see, okay, cupid is, I don't need them to agree with me on this mm-hmm. answer, but I need them to be engaged. And, and what- Is, is that engaged, an option?
0: What you just said, those words, is that how, is that how the we weight is worded now?
1: Essentially, essentially set up to, yes, to, in, to get to that. Meaning, um, you know, you might go on the date and, and actually the debate, the discourse is the turn on. Uh Nice. But, but essentially that you could not so many people are saying to me I, I don't I don't um, I mean some people say like I need someone that is is voting on the same whatever you know I need I need someone that is that is in this place and that's okay if that's what you want. There are a lot of people that are also saying they don't have to agree but I but I they have to they cannot be turned off from that. they I want someone that wants to have the conversation and, and maybe you know even better that they're that they're open um, you know we can't use the James Carville, Mary Matlin, like, is too, maybe too old an example. And you can't really use, like, Kelly and Conway and, and her husband because that's a bit strange. I'm thinking of, like, you know, famous couples that are on... I'm thinking
0: Hauses. of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver. I think that yeah. is... That's a purple relationship. Well, it's mostly dark blue, but that's yeah. a, that's a purple relationship that I see.
1: Right. Right. Until they divorced, but yes. Oh
0: yeah, that's right. I oh well they divorced for other reasons. They didn't divorce because you know, i pair with the
1: housekeeper or something,
0: right? Anyway, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like the nineties <laughs> yes. Schwarzenegger, yeah. but yes, yes, yes. Yes, correct.
1: Yes. But, it, um, but it, you know, but it is important. Um you know you're hitting on something that's really important and that you probably advise so many of your clients on, which is, you know, you having shared reality having like the same you know a similar moral compass um caring about the same issues engaging on those issues i'm much more politically inclined than my husband he's australian he's chinese um he
0: uh he's hot by the way i totally checked out his instagram like holy shit girl he's good for you thanks I know everyone's going to go on Instagram now and be like, okay, so if you want to know her Instagram, uh, Melissa's, what's Melissa's Instagram? It's it's Melissa Hobley. It's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-H-O-B.
1: Okay. So you'll find,
0: I you'll find a photo somewhere of her family. Just it's good looking dude. I was like, dear You're Melissa, so good for he's, you. He's hot. Yeah. He's, and he looks smart. So, uh, so you were saying, he's so he's not as politically inclined. Well, of course he's not American.
1: No, he's not American. He's Australian. He's like, I actually cannot believe that some of these things are like debated. And you know, um, but but it's so lovely to have to have someone yeah. with a different worldview. You know, in Australia, voting is mandatory. Like he's like, I just cannot believe people in America don't show yeah. up at elections. Not because- in Greece,
0: it's mandatory too. And in fact, when you go vote, you have the option of just putting in a blank piece of paper oh. if you want that your protest vote.
1: Interesting.
0: And, and um, I love that. More popular. Of course. Well, it's always it's always existed. You they count they count the white you know by yeah. the way protest slash apathetic like there are people who just don't want to
1: participate yeah. and they
0: put in a blank vote but you still have to show up you, have to show that, up you know you get, like, a demo- we get look we deserve the democracy we elect <laughs> and you know people forget that sometimes
1: people do forget that they do forget that and and yeah and and, and also you know I'll tell you what I love about this, regardless of where you stand on, on issues, or if you're aligned to a party or whatever, um, it is just so awesome that people are putting the stuff that they care about on their profiles and they're using filters to, to help do that. Because, you know, the, the, the rap that dating apps have had for a long time is like, oh, it's about, it's about hot or not. When you and I were on, Date, they weren't absent when you and I were on dating sites back in the day. The profiles were rich, and you knew a lot about them, and you took your time because you were on a computer.
0: Um, you there was no option to swipe. That's right, you were on a computer. I'll never forget the day you, I opened up Okay, Cupid on an iPad, right? and I was like, "Oh look, look my this. God, I can do this from my bed!" Like it was such a shocking. Now people swipe on the toilet. People swipe on a line at Starbucks. They drive through. Everywhere Starbucks you look, drive right? through. They are just <laughs> so. And, and,
1: Yes, and, be, and it's partly because, you know, I, I can understand it from like, you know, someone who's in tech that, you know, Uber is easy and it's sleek and it's very quick. You can get a home mortgage quickly and beautifully and easily. You can pick a flight. You can do all these things. And we've designed that interface and those apps to make it easy and quick and super simple. But the reality is that dating, actually, you should not be making decisions on other humans that quickly. And when there's not a lot of information on a profile, you are going to make that, that decision pretty quickly, and it's going to be largely based on how they look. And women are doing this just as not, if if not more so than the guys. They think that the guys are the ones that are parents driven, but women. No,
0: are. I think I think women are. Um, I think women are the the. I, I, at least at work, I see that women are the biggest right? offenders when it comes to looks, which is shocking because the fact of the matter is, if a woman was at a wedding, and she was standing at the open bar, and a guy who was exactly her height just start talking to her, made her laugh, made her feel acknowledged, made her, you know, made her feel seen, maybe dance with her. She's like, yeah, I want him. Like we're good. Like I like him. And, exactly. but suddenly if she's, if he's on the app, it's like, you know yeah. what though? I'll tell you something. I'll tell you what my biggest pet peeve is online. What? When men, it's always white men. When they answer the question, the most spontaneous thing you've ever done, and the answer is always, "I quit my job and I went hiking," or "I quit my job and I went to this vacation," and I'm just like, "Do you come from a family of wealth? Like, aren't you scared about not having health insurance? Right? Like, how do you quit your job? Like, what to go hiking? Like, go hiking. what? <laughs> that that's that's probably my biggest pet peeve.
1: That's it. That's a good pet peeve. That also it also it doesn't say a whole lot. I, about you which is the point of that question is to like oh but i'll you know. get
0: women who are like what are you talking about maria like like i want to meet someone who's like that spontaneous like oh you want to meet someone who doesn't have health care like in america like if he was if he was british and he said i quit my job i'm like oh okay lad good for you yeah. like that makes sense you've got the nhs <laughs> yes but here, here be careful. You
1: better live in a bubble because if something happens to you, you're gonna bankrupt yourself. You better here. hike on sand. Like God forbid you break your arm. Stop like. when you break your arm. But, but 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 this is you know, but that's the thing, right? Is like is like putting more information on your profiles, not just saying like I, I quit my job and I went hiking. No, it's I was in a job maybe, you know, I was in a job that actually I was supposed to be in and it wasn't me. And so right. it was so risky. Like so, you know, just you know, to go back to the point of like to provide your,
0: context, yeah, yes,
1: and bringing your beliefs to your profile is so it will help you get matches. It, we see this. If you are talking about issues and things that you care about, you are more likely to get right swipes and messages. Uh, and 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 that's also important because it slows you down. it 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 is telling a story about who you really are, and that, Give somebody something to respond to and say, "Oh, you know, I see that you're really into like animal rescue. I have always wanted to. How did you like get into that?" Cause it's good. To...
0: It's good message bait. It's good message it bait for message people bait. to. I love that
1: phrase, message bait. I like. That. Yeah,
0: that's a uh, that's an Erica Etten phrase that I've co opted the last two years. Uh, Anyway, so I have I have two questions for you. The first one is, let's say I'm a person and I know she listens to this podcast. So yes, I am talking about you. So let's say you are a person who lives in Iowa and you are struggling with dating. Um, and you feel like the kind of guy I want, I can't find him here. Everyone is, you know, everyone is like this and I'm like that. And I I just can't, where do I, what do I do? Can they find love on OkCupid in Iowa?
1: I really hope so as an Indiana girl, Iowa, I really, really hope so. And uh, I will say because we insert ourselves into conversations outside of dating, like, you know, we were the only dating app with a black lives matter badge and matching component because we saw that conversation happening in bars and, and on dates and we saw it happening on profiles and we wanted to make it easier. If you cared really deeply about that movement, Um, and we still have that, that, um, you know, still part of the algorithm if you want it to be, it's there. And so what happened was it it helped draw people in, especially in places like Iowa and Indiana and Kansas and Missouri and states where it might feel a little bit harder to find your person or to find someone that is interested in, in things that you are, or leans a, a certain way politically. Um, it it definitely drew more people to them. But um, here's what we should do. I'm very happy. Let's hook her up with premium OKCupid, which gets you lots of bells and whistles. And that's our like $40 a month version. OKCupid is free, by the way, you have a wonderful experience free. Most of our success is from free um, people that are on the site for free. But that feature is helpful. And I would love to help a fabulous person. And I, I
0: I am such a big proponent. If there's an option for premium, pay it for three months, like pay it for at least three months. I'm such a uh, stickler for this. Like, I think, you know, just, it, it doesn't, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, it's, it's just, if there's a way to get above, get your, it's like, If someone told you, if you're looking for a job, Hey, for 40 bucks, I can put your resume at the top of the batch. Wouldn't you just do that too? Wouldn't you just do that? Don't we? Haven't we all
1: done that on LinkedIn? We were like really looking for the job and it's like, you're like, Ooh, 30 or $40 a month. If that gets you a paycheck.
0: A few if that gets earlier, you get to the future parent of your child uh, I
1: love and by the way is this one of the things that frustrates you so much I I the my pet peeve about dating is I will talk to people and I'm sure you do they are at the top of their field they are so smart they are killing it in their career they have a wonderful friend circle they are really you know I don't know maybe active mm-hmm. in their church they're active in volunteering and then you say, oh, like, I really can't find anyone. Well, what are you doing about that? And the answer is, like, crickets. And, and I, I really get so – I get frustrated that, you know, we put so much into the job, the friends, the house, the home decor. I don't know, maybe flipping houses, maybe, like, old bones. But you are not putting hardly anything into your your future spouse or There's, partner. like, no
0: investment. And I think yeah. – I can see where that frustrates you especially, but yeah, like I I see that too. I don't see it as much now. I feel like with the pandemic, people started, at least in my bubble, I've noticed that people started investing. I mean, so many women have joined, um, you know, my boot camp, whatever, uh, whatever my agape intensive. Um, and it's always, you know, that's an investment in itself and, and it's interesting to see like how they go forward from that. Okay. So Melissa, before we... Before we depart for today, and this was such a fun interview, and I'm so happy you're here. I could probably talk to you. This was so
1: fun. I um, invite you. But we still
0: have here. we still have one major question here. So I would yes. like to know what are the two biggest mistakes you see on OKCupid, like from a user experience, and then what we'll give us two hacks yeah. that if someone is on or is going to join OKCupid after today's podcast, like what are the two hacks to be better.
1: Totally. Um, uh, So, biggest mistakes are one, not filling out your
0: profile enough. Oh, um, key, so key. That's same so for key. matchmaking, by the way. Like, I can't. It's so hard to consider people's potential matches for my VIP clients when your profile's not filled out. Like, if it's not filled out, I'm just never going to see. I'm just. It's never going to appear in a search for me.
1: And it sends a message that like. Maybe you're what – you're, what's probably happening is that you're nervous and you don't know what to say because everybody does. It's like when you first fill out your resume, like, oh, my God, this is so painful. What do I say? But it, right. it also – it might, you know, for some people, like, well, I don't know, they're lazier than they're interested. Or they're not really, like, here to, like, meet Oh, someone, I
0: think so. it's because people sign up at 1 a.m. for most of these things or for <laughs> online dating. And for online dating specifically, like, listen, you just went on a bad – I know exactly what happens. You just went on a bad date it's it's a three-day weekend you don't want to be on the three-day weekend alone that's why these three-day weekends get the highest sign-up rates for online dating sites and what's happening an online dating site not so much OkCupid like but match.com like you know they put those really beautiful photos of people on their homepage, and yeah. you're like oh i, I want to meet this guy let me sign up really quick to get to John Doe as fast as possible, and John Doe—let's say John Smith. John Doe sounds really dark. Um, and uh, you know, you're trying to complete the profile as fast as possible because you want to meet people, and then you forget about it,
1: <laughs> and then you forget.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely. That better. first so, forty-eight hour period is just such a, a roller coaster.
1: It's such a roller coaster. And so, by the way, I'm going to give you so mistake. Don't feel like you're not filling out your profile. Hack like a quick profile hack that really works is put lists um, and and do this for two reasons. Meaning like in the self-summary, someone's like, I really know what to say. And then, you know, you want to be funny and cool. And like I'm not trying too hard, but like, mm-hmm. you know, irreverent. You, sure, we all do. But like, don't wait. Like everyone's like, I want to wait till I'm skinnier, till I'm this, till I'm this. Like just stop all that, just get going. And, and in the beginning while you, because you can always update it. Um, uh, put, you know, list out like, Favorite places I've been, show, favorite shows I've been during COVID, whatever. Um, oh, that's um, if a good one. I write, um, jobs, what I wanted to be when I was a kid, albums that changed my life, whatever. Just and, and why this also works is because guys are idiots and they need help. I'm assuming you have mostly women listening to your podcast, but but this is true for guys, too. And and you got to give them something to ask you about. It's like if you see Message somebody bait. talking- What's that? Message bait. Message bait, exactly. So list- your favorite albums and put ten. I don't know. It, it gives them something to reach out to about. And I'll give you another like mistake with a hack, um, and that is not getting on your app enough. Um, oh yeah, again these. One. You, you know, again like, if you're what, all these, you're training for a marathon, or you want to get healthy, or I don't know, you're trying to be vegan, or you're reading a book, or I don't know, you're getting your master's. You you, you don't do that with like two minutes a week. You have to put the time in and 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 slow down while you're there. And so the hack to that also um, is get online on Sundays. Sundays are the biggest day. There is an immediacy to getting on your profile on a Sunday. In that What
0: time? What time on a Sunday?
1: It's after 11.
0: After it's 11 after p.m. 11.
1: The whole day is great, but after 11 a.m. After oh, After 11, 11, 11 a.m. a.m. on Sundays and it's 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 like um, someone if someone right swipes you and you, and they just did it, and then you just did it, or they sent you a message, you can reply that day. You know, one of the things that's happened is because people are kind of dating again. They're like, I sent a message. I never heard back. Well, on Sunday, you're way more likely to get responses to that and to hopefully set up the date for, you know, Thursday or Friday. Tuesday. Yeah. Or Tuesday. Yeah, Thursday so Friday so, too far. On-
0: forty eight hours. That's that's what we do in our office. We always tell like people like that. you need a you need a message three times and be like okay let's take this off. Let's meet in real life in forty eight hours. Like you know I'd say like if it's a Sunday say okay Tuesday seven does that work for you? And if they respond back with like no with and if they don't even give you like an alternative then they don't want to meet you. But if they're like yes then great you have a date on Tuesday night. That's my hack. hack. I love that hack. That's a great. It's a good one. It's it works. 48 hours. I do not believe in talking to anyone, a stranger online for more than three messages or for more than 48 hours for that matter. Like hell no. How many people are listening to this podcast right now that accidentally fall in love with a stranger that they did not meet? And I get that people live in different cities, but listen, if you, if, okay, I'm in New York, well, I'm in New Jersey, but if, when I was single, I was in New York. If I met a guy that I was talking to in Philly and uh, if I could hop on an Amtrak or if he could hop on an Amtrak, fuck it. Let's meet in Metro park, New Jersey. I don't care. Like we'll figure it out, but I don't want like the, the timer begins. It's 48 hours. You, the, and that
1: is the best advice there. We were once approached to do a show about people that met online, fell in love and then had not met in person. And the show oh. was all the first meets. And I'm like, no way. There is never a good reason. If you've talked to somebody online for a long time and you have not met, you, you're, first all, you're not actually in love. And they're probably not who they, they're for sure not who they say they are for more They're than for one sure reason. not single. If
0: it's a man and that keeps sure talking not to you and doesn't want to meet you, they are for
1: sure not single. They are for sure not single. So it's really good advice that you're saying that. Get, get to the date, get to the date.
0: Like get, use online, use online dating sites like OkCupid to get offline as quickly as possible. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, exactly. Melissa, that was amazing. Thank you so much for coming to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast.
1: Maria, this was so fun. And I just thank you for putting out like all the good dating advice that you do. Oh, I appreciate it.
0: Where can people uh, find you if they want to follow your more of your work? I know sometimes they feature you in ad week. So if people are in advertising and marketing, definitely look at Melissa Hobley here. But are you, (laughs) on OkCupid, you're also Melissa Hobley, right?
1: Yes. And uh, uh, yeah, on Instagram, I'm Melissa Hobley. And by the way, if you want like- Did I just say on
0: OkCupid? I meant Instagram. I'm sorry. sorry.
1: I am, I am on OKCupid. Okay I'm on dating apps around the world. But um, but, uh, but yeah. yeah, on on Instagram, follow me. And if you want to try OKCupid okay Premium on me, like DM me, and I will I will hook your listeners up with three months on me. That's um, that's amazing.
0: Like yeah, go for it. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much, Maria. This was so fun, and uh, I love what you do with Agape.
0: I. Can you give us instead of everyone DMing you and I'm sure five hundred people will, can is there an affiliate code opportunity here? Can you send you us know like why, a thing? Um,
1: Apple and Google don't allow any app to do promo codes. That's why what? you have to let yeah, isn't that annoying? Which is, is why annoying. whenever you're listening to a, a podcast, you're in the radio or hear an ad, you'll never hear a promo code for an app, ever. It's only on the websites so like casper.com slash Maria
0: for
1: 20% off. Okay. So is there
0: something like that where it could be like, okay, cuba.com slash matchmaker Maria. We can set it up. It had be for the desktop experience, but we could set that up. Well, if, if it's the save up, how much $40 a month, $120. Yes. If it's 120. to save a hundred. Okay. So if it's to save $120, people will go on a desktop. Yeah. they will. Can they, I go, don't have that. Can they go on their Chrome or Safari app on their iPad or has yes. to be on the computer? Yes.
1: You just cannot. Yeah. It it has to be like the desk. I don't know if it works for iPad. I'll look into that.
0: Look into it um, and let me know. And if that I if will. that's the if that's the case, um, we will. I will put the link in the episode notes for people to hit so they can get to uh, get those three months. Let's and uh, shout out to my producer who's going to keep all of this in so that people know how we came to this. So <laughs> I don't want them to. I don't want them to lose it. Anyway. Uh, Melissa, it was amazing talking to you. And thank you so much for coming to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Maria. And thank you for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. As I mentioned previously, if you'd like to speak to me on an upcoming hotline episode, follow me on Instagram at Matchmaker Maria. I'll post a link on Wednesdays and we'll chat then. Until then, you can learn more about what I do or enroll in an upcoming Agape Intensive by visiting agapematch.com slash services. Thank you again for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. Be lovable and more importantly, be likable. See you next week. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?